Welcome once again, everybody, to Top Qualifier Radio, the sixth and possibly final episode of the podcast. I am your host, Tyler Dara. Again, we will be flying solo. I got stood up yet again by the guests that I've been trying to get on since episode number two. And let's just say that his name rhymes with Mason Freiner. So I'll tell you what, one of the things we're going to talk about today is a struggle that I have kind of gone through. And it's something that I have even talked about in other episodes. It's the fact of how RC racing can be closely related to big car racing, but it can also conflict sometimes with big car racing as well. And when I say big car racing, I'm not talking about fifth scale or quarter scale or anything of that nature. I'm talking about full-size one-to-one cars that we drive every day or, in my case, just kind of cars that we play with on the weekends. And one of the struggles that I've been kind of going through is I have a 83 Mustang that I've been wanting to finish for a long time. It's been put on the back burner. It's uh, at my parents' house in Wichita, Kansas, which is actually a lot farther away from where I live uh, than you would think. So I really rarely have a chance to ever play on it, play with it or um, or work on it or do anything. It just sits in front of my parents' garage, much to their dismay. But, uh, again, it's something that I've really wanted to work on and And I'm also moving. I graduate May 12th, and I know a lot of you guys are going to say congratulations and everything like that, and I do appreciate it, but it's it's just another step on the journey. You know, I'm I'm moving out to uh, Emporia, Kansas, a place that uh, I'm very familiar with as as far as being uh, having work there and going and looking at houses and things like that. And and one of the things that I was talking to a couple buddies about is that it's about 45 minutes to 50 minutes away from Jake's RC Pro-Am in Topeka and also Ultraline Hobbies in Topeka. So I will have a dirt and a carpet track within an hour or or right at an hour, depending on where you're at in Emporia and where exactly the track is. But Emporia to Topeka is about an hour, give or take five to ten minutes, depending on how fast you go. But, uh, again, it'll be nice to have a track that's within an hour, um, I, we, we haven't really had that, uh, as, as a luxury in the past, I've always had to drive quite a bit to, uh, the nearest track and, uh, it'll be nice to just have one right up the highway. So again, moving out to Emporia, Jake's RC program going to be a place that, uh, is going to be the new home. I'm really excited about it. Seen a lot of people post about it and I have seen a lot of people that are happy with the racing and the track and things like that. So very excited to go try that out. I have not been able to go over to uh jakes to see exactly what they got going on and their their season actually starts in november i've being told so it gives me a long time and uh and and that brings us to our next point is the point that i have sold all of my rc cars except for just one of my trucks it's a team associated t2 a stadium truck, an old one. I sold my B6 and also my SC5Ms to uh, kind of help pay for moving expenses and kind of help expedite this build of this 83 Mustang that I have going on. So, uh, again, the summertime is a hard time for a lot of people to race. I, and I went through it with, with slot car racing, with, uh, with other forms, uh, model building, other, uh, other forms of, of miniatures 
that uh, that are our scale replicas of our big counterparts. And in the summertime, when 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 guys are drag racing or doing off road or not off road racing, excuse me, but oval racing, it's really tough for those guys to make time and have money to play with the big cars and that's or the RC cars rather and that's exactly why I decided to kind of scale it down a little bit at least for the summer as we said Jake's doesn't open until November so I will keep all of my equipment I have my radio still my charger my pit bag and I still have my T2 that I'm getting put together as we speak but um, it's definitely something that I'm going to slow down on I'm going to take some time this summer to work on my Mustang a little bit and uh, just going to kind of see exactly what what we're gonna do you know it's 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 been a long season a long season where i started uh, back in december driving uh, again and dustin i know you're gonna hear this and another shout out to you driving dustin hamilton's car back in middle of december it was his uh his son's two-wheel drive buggy i drove it over at chad noble's place and then going to that race in basically christmas break still without a car and I bought equipment there I, when I drove Dustin Hamilton's um, daughter's short course truck. So from then until now, it's a really short time, but but my program has blown up as far as how much money I spent, at the, especially at the beginning, obviously, when with using borrowed stuff and then having to buy everything, and it just kind of compounded itself. And, and it re I really did spend a lot of money to get going and, and that's something that a lot of people will do and some people won't and I talked about that be sure if you haven't listened be sure to listen to episode four and episode five I talk about how to get started and also my pet peeves in RC racing but again you know it's just it was a lot of money at one time I've gotten out of it a little bit and scaled it down still have all my basic stuff just don't have the cars and cars are so easy to come by people are selling those like hotcakes uh, in July so definitely a time to kind of reflect on what I've spent if I'm going to continue doing it full time or if I'm just going to do a couple races here and there and I still have to kind of think about that you know big big car racing has been a, my, a part of my life for a little while now and I have a 92 Mustang that I play with with my dad and also like I said my 83 Mustang that I have myself so it, big car racing kind of has taken a precedence in all of the facets of racing whether it be slot car racing or RC racing, and I already got out of slot car racing. I haven't really had the itch to go back yet. When I move, it'll definitely be a lot less because there will be no tracks uh, very close at all. Kansas City will be the closest. I don't even know why I'm talking about slot car tracks because I shouldn't because as soon as I get by slot car tracks, I'm like a, like an addict and I have to do it again, and it's not a good idea. So I think scaling back on RC racing, playing a little bit with my big car over the summer is going to be very beneficial to me, and I think it'll, it'll give me a chance to kind of reflect, like I said, about all the things that I've done, uh, things that I haven't done, what I need to do, and slowing down right now. You know, I haven't been to a race in a long time. Uh, I've been invited to quite a few in the last couple of weeks, but haven't gone to any of those. So it's definitely something that I've had a chance now to step back, but it's going to be a little even better whenever I move out to Emporia. And, and, and again, that takes us back to the, to the point of this episode of the parallels or the conflicts sometimes of racing small cars compared to big cars. And Everybody knows that that if, if you're competitive and love racing, RC car racing is a great way to do it without having the budget to do a big car. You can do it on a very limited budget. Uh, you can do it well below $1,000. There's no other kind of racing out there I can think of other than buying a $500 car and going bracket racing, and even then you're not going to be very competitive, I don't think. But again, 
there's not going to be any kind of racing where you can be super competitive with a low budget of under one thousand dollars. I mean, you look at you look at the the cost it takes to build a four link car um, to dr go drag racing. That's up over ten to fifteen thousand dollars. You look at how how much it costs to build a mod light. Even that's up to ten thousand dollars, twelve thousand dollars, or or how to or, or let alone to build a, a full size car like a, like a late model or a modified or a street stock. That's up to fifteen to eighteen thousand things like that. You know. And, and RC racing is something that gives people like myself that I've talked about this, especially in, in, uh, in episode number one, about how I don't have a big budget, but I still love racing and I still love doing it. And, and that's the draw for people. But people like me that do like big car racing, it's tough to put money out of your big car that you can actually sit in and drive and put it into a car that you're going to be standing in remotely operating, whether that be slot car racing dirt track or overall RC racing or off-road over racing. And, and I've seen it every facet that I've done. I have seen people that are kind of torn between big car racing and slot car racing. You know, a, a slot car racing is a big example. I know quite a few people out there, and I don't know if any of them listen to this podcast, but I know quite a few people out there that are RC or excuse me, slot car racers and also do big car drag racing. I know Garrett Tracy is one, Lear Roder is another one, you know, Matt Johnson, other people like that. And, you know, they're they're guys that love racing and then in the wintertime they just play with little cars just to kind of keep their I know it helps with reaction time, especially when you're drag racing slot cars. Uh, I know that helps a lot, but it kind of just keeps them on their toes and but a lot of times there's people in the wintertime that this is their time to put money into their big car. And, and that just draws the crowds down so much in the summertime. And obviously right now with off-road season, outdoor off-road season opening up and eight scale and four-wheel drive short courses becoming bigger and bigger, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really interesting to see the shift in how people are going to, from RC racing like in December, like I talked about, that huge race. And now you'll go to races in, on the, in the club races at Fastlane and it will be very, very light crowds, and it's due to the fact that people like to go outdoors and race oval or race off-road, either or, or they just do their big car stuff. So it's tough for people to do all of it. I know I can't. That's why I'm scaling back on RC and going back to big cars for just a little bit and maybe get a project done or at least close to done. Or, or I mean, I, I obviously want to get it done, so I'm not going to say close to done, but I'm going to take a step back a little bit. And, uh, and see exactly uh, what it's going to take for me to get that done. But, again, like I said, guys, I, I really appreciate all of you guys for listening to the podcast over the six episodes that I've done it. I have had a heck of a time. A special thanks to Rich from the RC Network and also Mike Garrison of now um, Live RC. Well, he was at uh, Inside Line RC, and now he is writing for Live RC. So a big special thanks. Uh, congratulations to him for getting that gig as well as a huge thank you to him for uh, become, be on, being on here on episode number one and again Rich from the RC Network for being on episode number two I am forever grateful to those guys another big special thanks to the guys out there that each and every week listen I know Dustin Hamilton is a guy that listens every week he's one of my subscribers and really appreciate him listening Charles Henson is another guy that helps me out by sharing all my episodes and things like that big special thanks to those guys Chad Noble another guy Tyler Lucky Brad Goulet all those guys Randy Thompson all those guys that help me basically are the guys that I race with I want to say a special thanks to them and uh, and again thanks for uh, listening to all these I don't know if when I move if I'm going to continue this 
or not. This is the last episode, at least for a little while. We'll be probably coming on maybe in November whenever Jake's RC starts back up uh, for their season. But, again, I want to say a special thanks to those guys for listening and a special thanks to each and every one of you guys out there, the listeners, the people who have reached out to me and said, hey, I love listening to the show. This is what I think and blah, 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 things like that. I love that. If you have any feedback, please let me know. Go follow me on Twitter at Top Qual Radio, Top T-O-P-Q-U-A-L Radio, and uh, give me a uh, follow there, and I would be deeply uh, appreciative of that. Well, once again, guys, this has been Episode 6. Hope to see you guys out there. Keep the shiny side up over the summer. Have fun on the Nitro stuff, and uh, we'll be seeing you in November over at Jake's RC. I'm out. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye-bye.